we're live. Hey, we're live. Hey. Welcome to Booked, where two guys tell you about the books they're reading. I'm Livia Snedden. I'm Rob Olson, and... Misty Bennett. All right. Welcome to the 2018 Halloween Extravaganza Spectacular. I think the first thing I'm going to take note of is, for people who have seen uh, earlier holiday episodes that we broadcast live through Facebook, you might notice that there's a face missing. And in, in, uh, we, we talked about it in a recent episode, but it bears repeating. Jesse will not be joining us tonight. Um, the schedules just wouldn't work for all four of us, and we had to make a hard choice. And so we decided to go with the person who was easier on the eyes. So. That, and then we asked Misty if she would join. Too. <laughs> yeah. So he declined. Then we yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was going to work up this elaborate story about how podcasters are being killed off by serial killers, and now there are only three. Um, but we've experienced enough weird stuff in the prep for this episode that we already think there's some supernatural sh supernatural shenanigans going on. So I'm having weird video issues where I'm watching myself in uh, is stuck in some kind of weird loop. Yeah, where I'm bouncing back and forth. Rob continues to have mysterious noises happening on his computer that we can't identify, but we're going to power through it, and we're going to bring you this episode, because um, it's our Halloween extravaganza spectacular, and what kind of podcast would we be if we didn't do that? We, we soldier on through whatever issues mm -hmm. we face. These were professionals yeah. and things like that. We care. Sure. So, um, Rob, what is, this, uh, what is this costume you're wearing this evening? Oh, um, I decided I was going to go as Rob this year because um, mm. last last <laughs> Halloween episode, everybody except me dressed as me. So I figured I'd have to go. And I hope I have I hope my, my costume is pretty authentic um, because you guys did a really good job last year. So I really felt like I had to bring it. <laughs> This time around. I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. The striped hat. <laughs> I've known Rob for a long, long time, and the stripes on the hat are throwing me off a little bit. This was my go-to last summer when I was in California. Um, the, yeah. the tricky thing is, um, I'm just wearing like a regular gray sweater, so I'm not wearing mm -hmm. a, a beer t-shirt or a t-shirt that says booked. So I kind of fell down on the job a little bit. Um, do you guys want to talk about your costume? Yeah, Misty. That's an interesting shade of lip color. Well, since we weren't dressing up, I decided to at least be goth for today. Yeah, yeah. In honor of Halloween. And I wore a Dresden Dolls t-shirt that was gifted to me by our beloved Jesse as a tribute and to tell him that we miss him. Gotcha. We miss you. Um <laughs> <laughs> I thought we talked about this. I thought we talked about this before the podcast. Um, you can't. Yeah, I, uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I'm going as an Eastern European guy with a like a like a zipped up sweatshirt. That's 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 my thing. I'm going as one of my people. But uh, you very well could be wearing track pants right now. I, well, of course I am. But I mean, now that we've got I the am wearing track pants. <laughs> now that we've got the costumes out of the way. If you guys don't mind, I'm gonna get a little a little more comfortable here. Uh -oh. Oh what? Oh, what? <sighs> what is this? What is what? <laughs> Thursday night. This is my traditional my traditional Thursday night uh, yeah. outfit. I know we don't usually do video on on Thursday night, so I decided that you know. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I have a cape too, but 
Um, I got to be honest with you. The shirt's a little short and it's cold, but there is a, a cape as well that I'm not wearing. Olivia's showing oh. a little midriff. And I'm, yeah, not on purpose either. Yeah, there's a cape. Yeah, you'll have to trust me on the cape. So, any rate, thanks for tuning in to our Halloween um, episode. If you're listening uh, in audio only, you have missed um, already our costume reveals. Um, uh, but we're going to talk about a few things. Rob is going to run this one since I've shut down everything on my computer. Like, every, there's no browser window open. I literally can see just the two of you in an effort to make sure that everything's working smoothly. So Rob has the list of topics that he's going to take us through. Wow, that's a big... I wasn't ready for that responsibility. Um, and by that, I mean I wasn't ready to just take the charge of things. I know what we're going to talk about. I just figured I'd let Olivia see the legwork, but I guess I can't now. Um, so traditionally, when we've done these episodes in the past, and when we look at holidays in general, we, we kind of steer toward um, talking about, with Halloween specifically, we talk a lot about the, the gruesome, the scary, the frightening, the terror, all that kind of stuff. And, and this this time... This may backfire if it doesn't go well. We're just going to kind of look at the holiday itself a little bit. Just talk about some of the traditions of Halloween as we know them or how, as we grew up with them and things like that. So it's not going to be like we're talking about, you know, traveling through gates that send you to hell or the elevator game or, or those really successful things we talked about in the, <laughs> in the past. Um, <laughs> we're, we're throwing that book out and we're going in a different direction that hopefully is not awful and actually is 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 okay um drinking some beer that always helps so i thought to start things out um we would talk a little bit about trick-or-treating it's a halloween tradition we're talking about halloween trick-or-treating did you guys trick-or-treat when you were kids absolutely definitely so like for you specifically i'm curious about because as a kid, you lived in Chicago, in the city, right? I did, yes. So was did you have like a traditional trick-or-treating experience, or was there something weird because everybody lives in apartment complexes and stuff? No, we would um, – so I grew up in an apartment, and I would, of course, hit the apartment building that I grew up in. But then we would just skip apartments, and we would just go to houses. Um, but no, it was very traditional. You'd go around you know, four or five blocks or, or whatever and collect as much candy as you could. Um but I was just watching tonight, and this is something we can talk about after you. I'll hold this off until after you guys talk about your trick-or-treating experiences. But, yeah, I felt it was very traditional, yeah. um, and it was always done on Halloween. Now, if you live in a state, city, or country where this is still observed on Halloween, that's really no longer the case in most places. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's one of the true crimes of, uh, of our time that we've moved Halloween to whatever the preceding Sunday is. So, Yeah. You're just taken away from the, like you just can't get well, the spirit if it's not on the 31st. Sure. So so if it was if it was on a weekend, you know, you do your trick or treating a little earlier. But if not, the end of October, you know, you got out of school. So we got out of school at 3:15 when I was in elementary school. So by the time you got home, it's quarter to four. You get your costume on. It was starting to get dark out, and that was part mm -hmm. of the fun, right? That added to the spookiness. Now trick or treating is like 10 to two on Sunday. The day before Halloween, which in some cases is like six days, five days or whatever before. I like it's not even, you know, like if it was Halloween was on a Monday and you want a Sunday, it felt a little different this year. You know, trick or treating is on Sunday and Halloween's on Wednesday. And I don't I just don't I'm not feeling it like I don't I don't think kids are getting the full experience. Um, 
so two things I want to I want to talk about from what you just said. First of all, you remember the time that you got out of school in elementary school? Yes. That was like yeah. so long ago. That was like decades ago. How do you remember that? Um, well, in high school, we got out at 246. I realized that was a little more. What? <laughs> like, I just, I knew what time, like, things happened. Actually, like, what time I'm not going to lie. I think we got out at 310. I know yeah. we got out at 310. So, yeah. yeah. If you, high school was 230. Yeah. If you asked me to even tell you what hour, like, we got out of school in for any of the 12, you know, original grades of school, yeah. I would have no fucking idea. No idea. That's, that's a little weird, but okay. All right. Well, what was the other thing you wanted to address? You didn't just wear your costume to school before. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Really? No, I don't think we. I don't think we were allowed to wear costumes at school. I think in high school you could, but not in elementary school. Oh, dude! I remember specifically in like fourth grade or fifth grade, I had this really awful ninja costume, which was more like red silk pajamas. I don't know why it was a ninja costume. It was red. Not a lot of red ninjas, and it was like very silky, and. Um, and I was embarrassed about the costume all day. It probably had a belt, like a black kind of belt, like, but it was, it felt like fancy pajamas. Um, I feel like you were really like Hugh Hefner. I was, I was kind of heffing it out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, also notice, uh, I think Livius may have gotten this from your mom's house. (laughs) Black and red fancy pajamas right here, kids. (laughs) Well, I'm glad it fits you. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) You can wear fourth grade Halloween costumes. Um, I yeah. totally... We like wore, everybody wore costumes to school. And hmm. there was at one point, like a bunch of classrooms just like went on this little walk from our elementary school, like through a field to like a nearby shopping center and walked around like a little Halloween parade kind of walk thing. I remember that specifically because I was like, why the fuck are we doing this? But then after school, we were already in our costumes to go trick or treating. That seems more efficient, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then you got to be in costume all day. You're not just looking at, like, the same assholes you're always looking at. You're looking at Silk Pajama Ninja Rob. <laughs> it's one of the many Robs in existence, yeah. That's a treat. I still pull that Misty, one out how about you? I, also, I don't remember being able to dress up for school. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we did not. I think I did what Livius did. So we would come home and change... I did not know that Halloween trick-or-treating is not on the 31st anymore. When did that happen? I mean, here in Illinois, I mean, in the suburbs, like 20 years ago. Really? I don't want to blame 9-11, but... (gasps) It didn't help. Didn't help. help. (laughs) That was an Arrested Development throwback. (laughs) Um... But yeah, no, we we dressed up and would go around the neighborhood. Um, I think... And my memory is not great on this, but there were kids in the neighborhood that my brother and I were friends with. And I'm pretty confident that there was a like a select group of parents that would monitor us and a whole group of like 10 kids would go around the neighborhood together. So it was fun. Did you guys- it was not scary at all. We didn't have the, you know how people talk about like scary houses and my cousin Jennifer, I think like they're notorious in their neighborhood for making a really creepy setup to scare people. We did not have that in my neighborhood. It was all very friendly. In my neighborhood, we had gang members. So it was always scary. Well, no, I'm serious. So, well, that's okay. So that, yeah. Yes. 
That leads me to a different question. Were eggs and shaving cream part of uh, part of uh, Halloween for um, see Misty's? This might be a, a local thing, Rob. This might be okay. So, I mean, that was not a tradition limited to Halloween, but it was it, it was out in force on Halloween. Oh, sure. It's like yeah. when, yep. yeah. So you never egged a house, Misty? No, actually, never ever. I have toilet papered, but it had nothing to do with Halloween. Right. No, that's more of a homecoming, right? Homecoming is that is that when you toilet paper someone's house? I think it's homecoming. Or just you know on a Saturday. You're like we got way too much TP laying around. What are we gonna do? <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. There's got to be a way to get rid of it. Um, exactly. No, I mean, in, in Chicago, like you couldn't, if you were under probably 25, you couldn't find someone to sell you shaving cream around Halloween. Yeah, it was locked down in the stores. Yeah. Big time. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they would not let you buy it. Yeah. 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 Eggs and shaving cream and then bag snatching, you know, where older kids would come by and steal your bag full of candy. That's and, horrible. Yeah. We it seems like in Texas that. they have more respect for Halloween than than they did in Chicago oh, and in the, the suburbs. Guns, so. I, I literally was about to say I think it's because we all have guns. Yeah. yeah, that's that's probably a good point. But no, it was very traditional. And the thing I saw earlier on the news was in Chicago, and I only caught a snippet of this on the local news. I caught like the tail end of it, but apparently um, they're trying to do away with trick or treating altogether, and they want to do something. Um, I don't remember what they call it, trick or trunk or something, where they're doing it at a park where all the families can bring their their candy and local businesses could, and kids would just go around the park and get oh, there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, actually, that I'm so glad you said that. We had that at church, and I'm pretty sure they still do uh, churches probably still do that. They do their own Halloween mm-hmm. trick or treating, yeah. and it's either in their parking lot or in the auditorium, and they set up things. Yes. I can see, see I'm okay with that. So if a group of people, if, if a church or a business or, or the mall or whatever wants to set something up like that, like I'm totally cool with it. This yeah. just seemed like this neighborhood was trying to stop the practice of trick-or-treating altogether and centralize it in whatever park is local to them, which I just think, I mean, look, I'm an adult. I, I'm, a, I'm 45 years old, okay? I have never worked on Halloween, so I take Halloween pretty goddamn seriously. Like I and I feel like that started when I was a kid, and it started with traditions and some of the other things we're going to talk about, right? Horror movies and 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 costumes and whatever. And I, I think that the 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 kids who are kids today are not going to have the same um, enthusiasm for Halloween when they're older, based on the fact that it's really become a watered down experience. And and for you know, yeah, we got to protect the children. Yeah, great. But I mean, it seems like it. So here's the thing: it seems like. If we just put a little more effort into keeping kids safe on Halloween one day a year for like three hours, like they could still have that experience instead of all the effort we're putting into uh, watering it down to, you know, you can only go to your local businesses or you have to go to this park to, to get your uh, to get your Halloween experience. It seems kind of lame. Well, I, and I guess that that raises a question for me, because uh, so first, did you guys ever trick or treat without uh, an adult supervising? Yeah. Yeah. No. No, Misty? No. Even when I, so I remember the last year I trick-or-treated, I was in uh, junior high. I think I was 13. I dressed up as Alanis Morissette. Yeah. And, um. (laughs) So what, so so Misty, let me ask the question. my parents were with us. (laughs) What was your excuse the following four years when you dressed like Alanis Morissette nearly after that? So. Nice. I, um, yeah, I, I, you know. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, no, we did it on our own, and we did it way too. I, I think at one point we were like 15 or 16, 
but it was more like let's get dressed up have some fun and then we'd kind of yeah. like hit some house you know what i mean it wasn't like we were trick-or-treating for the candy at that point anymore like we were more fucking around and and you know it's still like being respectful of people's homes and whatnot but you know but kind of doing it almost as a goof rather than than reality i was like in middle school going out trick-or-treating like with me and like my brother and a friend like um yeah like i think that once once the parents believed that we understood the mechanics of walking door to door asking for candy they're like and being polite yeah Yeah. they're like come back before dark and And rob rob grew up in a in a in a pretty nice suburb i mean like you weren't in a well i'm just saying in comparison like no offense. Where I grew up was was probably a little bit of a rougher neighborhood. Misty, you know, there are cows down the street from where she grew up. But you you had a, a nice middle of the road, middle of the yeah. road suburb, I'm assuming. Yeah. So yeah, yeah there was no um, danger in in, no. in my neighborhood. Um Not neither. But yeah. So there was a point where I think the parents were just like go you know, they told us, All right, go up this road, go down this road. Make mm-hmm. sure you're back before dark. You know, and maybe there was a flashlight, you know. Um, in case it got a little bit dark and, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, but there was no, so like for me, that seems common, but then, um, I guess the contradiction I'm seeing is if parents always go with the kids, how are the kids not safe? You know what I'm saying? If that's the thing right now, are the, are the parents basically saying I am not competent to protect my child or is everybody not safe or are they just fucking tired of because if i was a parent i'd be like this bullshit again like i wouldn't want to i just wouldn't want to do it i um i don't know i mean so the the thing happened right there razor blades and candy Mm -hmm. you know 25 years ago or i think it's been about 25 years since that happened um so i mean i still think it's important to check the candy but yeah i mean take the kids out man take them trick-or-treating and fucking do it on halloween like like forget whatever the rules are in your neighborhood just go do it Nobody has any day. candy ready. None of Whatever. the lights Listen, are on. This is what so originally Misty, and we didn't get into it very far. Enough. That's what the eggs were for. You would oh, egg yeah. houses to have candy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't get far enough into it, but yeah, you would egg and shaving cream. Like yeah. shaving cream really yeah. turned into yeah. something you threw at your friends or, or yeah. you know some other neighborhood kids. But the eggs were pretty much you reserved for that sucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they right. fucking deserved it. Yeah, so I think that everyone should go out and buy two or three cartons of eggs. Um, do it now and leave them out. Don't refrigerate them so that by Halloween they're ripe enough. If that house doesn't have candy on the 31st, light them up. <laughs> I fully support this. I fully support this. Yeah, I think you got a point. I get very angry uh, about the Halloween thing. Like, I do. Yeah. I, I honestly think that, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Do you see it as like a... Uh, like a like the values of the country are are going away or something. We're losing a part of our identity. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think, yeah, I just, I think we're taking the fun out of it for kids really. I mean, look, you guys are a little younger than me. I don't know if you ever had to wear the mask. that was that terrible plastic with the rubber yeah. band behind your head. Like, you know, so we've come a long way in costumes, yeah, you know, that's cool. Monster. <laughs> and then you have like a little plastic yeah. thing you put on yeah. that was just like yeah. the like the rest of the costume was drawn onto it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was it was it was the uh, the the like kids equivalent of the tuxedo T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. But like you had to tie it behind you with these little plastic strings. Yeah, like yeah. an apron almost. Yeah, 
costumes now i've taken kids uh shopping they're all cloth they're like really nice they they look yep. fairly authentic sometimes they always yeah. have to be like a little off sometimes they can be like pajamas yeah but uh yeah so we've improved that way but in every other in every other facet we've taken a step back it's time to make halloween great again did i, did I get that emphasis with the i mean <laughs> you really work in the microphone on that one yeah yeah I'm, I'm passionate I'm passionate about this. So. so let's talk about the candy aspect of Halloween. Olivia, you seem let's... like you're pretty enthusiastic about the trick-or-treating. Can we, yeah. uh, and this is just me having never paid attention to, um, uh, what, like, the whole phrase trick-or-treat that you're supposed to say. Can Can either of you explain, like, why that's said or what it means or, like, have you ever been tricked? Like, it's always been treat so, for me. So. Yeah. so, yeah, it's... um. I believe the trick or treat is actually sort of a threat. The trick is the mm-hmm. egg. It is. Yeah. No, essentially that's it. Like either you can provide some type of, of sugary sustenance for me, or we will do bad things to your mm-hmm. house. And I, I definitely believe that's the, the, um, the, the origin of trick or treat. Huh. All right. And the trick wasn't like, you know, your flies open and you look and it's not, or, or whatever it's, it's, yeah, it's usually something a little more involved <laughs> than that. So, Let's uh, let's set up or eggs, um, because I can't like I feel like I always followed the tradition of saying it because it was like that magic key that unlocked free food. You had to say it. Yeah, you you, had to. You can't just be that little asshole that just like opens their bag. I mean, you could exactly. You could, but you're probably not getting like the uh, the the same as like the enthusiastic kids. uh, when it comes to like the, tr- why are you looking like that, Livius? Because this is like the he saddest thing ever. He got tricked. tricked. I, I found <laughs> out. <laughs> Guys, Uh-oh. this is terrible. Here we go. As for trick or treating, traditions beginning in the Middle Ages, children and sometimes poor adults would dress up in the aforementioned costumes and go around door-to-door during Halomas, begging for food or money in exchange for songs and prayers, often said on behalf of the dead. This was called souling, and the children were called soulers. S-O-U-L. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. Like, poor people would go around, like, essentially begging for food and, and, and exchanging a song for food. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. This is terrible. Wow, you're too drunk. He's off Halloween. Fuck Halloween. <laughs> Jesus, man. Just because you had a bougie Halloween, you never oh, knew the same yeah. origins. And then Richard wow. and were like, wait, our kids can get free food too. And then. That's exactly up. right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. The British hate Halloween, apparently. In 2006, a survey found that over half of British homeowners turn off their lights and pretend to oh, not to be home on Halloween. Oh, shit. It's cranky Brits. Oh, my God. The things I'm learning. It's a good thing that you didn't take your vacation later, Livius, because you would have been walking around England trying to get free candy, getting that Brit- British cold shoulder. That would have been terrible. All right. So are we are we good on? on uh, oh, we were talking about candy. Sorry. I'm over the trick-or-treat. Let's talk about candy. Like, he is really over Halloween at this point. He's like, can we just Damn. end this? It's been 20 minutes. We're good, right? <laughs> Holy shit, those wow. poor people begging for food. All right. So speaking I'm of sorry. food. Let's talk about candy. Yeah. 
What was the, uh, did you get like, did you ever, like, what was the best? What was the best possible, um, haul that you could get? The real candy, like Snickers and, and Three Musketeers and Twix and those, that's where, that's where it's at. Even though they were the fun size, I'll take the fun size all day. But then you had those bitches that gave you Tootsie Rolls and Dum Dums. And... So I want to explain something to you youngins. <laughs> when I started trick-or-treating, fun size didn't exist. Fun size came a little How bit later. How old are you again? Uh, when I started trick or oh, well, I mean, but the thing is, fun size is something that came about probably when I was like, Rob, look this up, see if you can see what fun size. Nineteen forty-seven. Yes, nineteen forty-seven. No, it probably would have been. It probably would have been in the early early eighties. Yeah. So you got a lot of Tootsie Rolls, and you got a lot of weird candy that you'd never seen before, like bottle suckers cap. with no label. I hated bottle caps. Bottle caps. But you did get circus peanuts. I don't never gotten any circus peanuts. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten circus peanuts. How would those be packaged? I don't know. They just they were loose. People threw nuts in your like no not peanuts. peanuts. The circuit peanut candy circuit little orange. It's shaped like a yeah, but like not individually wrapped. I don't know. I don't know. Like someone just dropped some skittles in your bag. Like just (laughs) six skittles. Here you go, kid. You're like, why are they all blue? Yeah. I don't know what color Skittles are, so that could be way wrong. But I do remember, and I still believe that Sixlets, one of my favorite candies, is essentially a Halloween candy. Like, they're not easy to find. You don't just walk yeah. into the... Think, really? Yeah. Rob? Don't let Stephen Graham Jones hear you say that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's one of the it's things Stephen and I have in common. Yeah. yeah. It's what endeared me to Stephen Graham Jones. wasn't the writing. It was our shared bottle of six <laughs> I'm not getting anywhere on the uh, on the history of fun size. We may yeah. have to table that. But I can, yeah, I can tell you when I was in elementary school, fun size candy did not exist. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Neither did the internet. Also true. Well, me too, but it's, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say it's also true. So, hmm. did you ever get money? No. Yep. Oh yeah. We had the you get a few pennies. Like, or I had a the elusive, like dollar bill house. There was like oh. someone giving out dollar bills. I was like, what magic is this? Then, <laughs> like you couldn't go back. We were like, can we go back? Do you think they'll tell if we, yeah. like, do we should yeah. change costumes? Because you remember how exciting it used to be to like find a quarter. And now, quite honestly, most people, I mean, at least like me and Rob, out of shape motherfuckers like us, we won't even bend over and pick one up if we see it. We'll just walk right past that shit. It's only a quarter. I'd be what like, is wrong with you? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, some other fool will pick up that quarter. Yeah. Mother <laughs> yeah. fool. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That is not for me. Yeah, getting a quarter. Yeah. I got what was your favorite? This year. What was your favorite uh, Halloween candy as a kid, Rob? I'm with Missy. It was just like getting like the top brands was like the way to go. And then every now and then like you'd get like an actual full on Snickers and you're like, holy shit. And then you ate it first and then it was just better. See, that's. Yeah. That's what I would get from like the people who lived in the apartment building. Like they knew I'd come around. I pretty much for the most time was the only kid there. Well, but you know what I mean. But they knew I'd like show up trick or treating. Exactly. Um, It it probably so. I'm glad you said that. It probably didn't hurt that. It it probably didn't hurt that my parents owned the apartment building. So I probably got some. Yeah, I probably got a little bit of special 
special Maybe. treatment. To, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's some new information. That being that being said, um, uh, but I do remember, you know, when you guys were talking about candy, what we did have a lot of that we did have fun size was those little mini Hershey's. You know, they had the Hershey's, <gasps> the dark chocolate, yes. the crackle, and Mr. I'd Good- take all Mr. of those. Mr. What was he at? Mr. Goodbar? No, it is. Good yeah, Bar? Mr. Yeah. Goodbar. Yeah. Yeah. Which I still don't like to this day. I don't like Mr. Goodbar. I have a, a place I go to fairly often, and they always have a bowl of like the Hershey's things, and, and nobody else does either because it's like the dark chocolate and the Mr. Goodbars are there. <laughs> Wait, yeah, everyone takes the crackle. Get out of here! I chocolate. hate the crackle. The Crunch Bar is the biggest waste of time. I don't even see them on the shelves anymore. Do they exist? Yeah, they do. Ugh, they're gross. What is a Mr. Goodbar anyway? It's just milk chocolate and peanuts, and it's yeah. wonderful, and I like them. Yeah, I'm not a big peanut guy, unless they're circus peanuts. It's my get least on board favorite of the nuts or legumes or whatever you call them, yeah. but um, when they're in chocolate. I mean, everything's better with chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much pretty much it. Yeah, um, yeah I would have to say sixlets. I was really excited about sixlets. We get like a lot of Bazooka Joe bubble gum. Oh, we got gum and like Starburst. Ew, they're so but gross. It's like the Peeps. Yeah, at, but, but, uh, yeah but like with, mm-hmm. but like but like with peeps flavor. They serve in hell is what. They <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they're they're Peeps, but flavored Peeps because Peeps just taste like nothing. Mm. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, here you go. Uh, costumes, I think, is the next thing that I wanted to... It segues nicely from going to... Um, I have a couple of lists of, of the most offensive costumes. And since we're actually working in a visual medium, I figured we could actually all look at the costumes together and maybe have a discussion about them. Uh, yes. So uh, I have two separate lists. And, Livius, you got you got something to say? <laughs> Now, uh, w- once you bring up the one list, the the offensive list is what I will call it, okay? Yeah. We're going to play a game with Misty, where I will ask Misty a question regarding each of these costumes, and we'll see what her answer is. Oh, yeah. crap. I'm just, I'm, I'm struggling internally right now to, to choose which one that I, I go with first. I knew this was a setup. <laughs> so, Rob and I did not discuss this. This came no. to me when he was bringing, yeah. He, because he, I was testing the, anyway, screen yeah. sharing and. He got to see what I was... He got to see behind the curtain, so... Son of a bee. All right. So I have to do a little uh, little mojo here so that you guys can see what I'm seeing. And we'll, we'll look at two lists, and we'll just have a little... We'll see what discussion comes out of this. Missy is pre-disappointed. This is exciting. It's just uh, nerves. nerves. It's just nerves. Well, it, don't worry. It won't last too long. All right. Uh... Let's see if this is... What are you guys seeing? Is it just me right now? No, no I'm I seeing see... an article of the most offensive and inappropriate... All right. Good. Can you guys... Oh. Eye-opening photo gallery. All right, cool. I think that this is causing a little bit of lag in, um, in the is. video. It mm-hmm. is. All right. Okay. We'll go through this quickly then. So here's the first list. And so the first one we see here is, um, as it's kind of captioned here, uh, O.J. Simpson, Nicole Brown... And their child. Um, probably a bad idea, right? Uh, well, blackface is always a bad okay. idea. 
Yeah. All right. So um, I can say that this one probably everybody's like, "Whoa, that was a bad idea." I, I so here's that. here's where I'd like to start our little game, Misty. Mm. In your hometown, is this an offensive costume in, in Texas? <laughs> what a dick. Um, this is, yeah. yeah. In my hometown, yes. In East Texas, no. Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. That's fair. But that's, yeah, that's, that's what I was, yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to costume number two. That, by the way, if you go back for a second, this is a terror. I mean, this isn't. Like, who could even understand what's happening in this? Like, it's not even, like, okay, it's offensive. But it's not even offensive. Like, if you showed me this, I would not have come up with O.J. Simpson and Nicole Simpson and the kid. Like, it just would have been, I don't know, some kind of clusterfuck. Like, I don't know who Agreed. Was. Yeah. Agree. And actually, when it first came up, I got excited. And maybe it's just because there have been, like, the release of the Texas. trailer happened. No, no, no. I got ex- Sorry, I should have should have started differently. She's like, finally. I thought it was, I didn't notice the guy at first. I saw the woman and holding a baby. And I assumed this was going to be a pet cemetery situation. Uh, and that was Gage, like, killing the mom. And, and but it's just because, re- you know, Dennis and... The trailer came out, and so that's in my brain. And I'm very disappointed about what this actually is. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> Noted. We just lost 12 listeners in Texas. <laughs> well, we'll see, we'll see how you feel about the next costume. There's a guy. Dressed as Hitler? Dressed as Hitler. I mean, it's just, I don't even think it's super offensive. It's just kind of stupid, I actually, right? yeah, I don't, um... It's just like, I can see I can see so many people finding that ironic or some bullshit. Yeah. So I um all right. So Misty, is this costume offensive in Texas? <laughs> Picking up a trend here. All right, we'll take that well, as a yes. I have to give this uh, guy does this have a date? Listen, this yeah. I kind of feel like like yeah, see it's from three hours ago. It's not even yeah, a Halloween this, costume. This is even, yeah, this... <laughs> He just, he just went out like this. Yeah, you got to give this guy points for authenticity, though, because Hitler definitely did put his armband onto his coat with safety pins. A safety pin. Yeah. <laughs> so good for him, and he probably had a, a bathroom that looked I'm just like that. Pretty sure that swastika is drawn with a sharpie, too. Yeah, it's possible. Um, that is that is a uh, purple loofah in that picture, by the way. <laughs> Very authentic. Very authentic. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. All right, let's see what let's see what the next uh, nice. offensive costume is. This one is just two chicks who put on flannels and made it look like they were homeless. I don't really see the offensive part. Yeah. No, I don't either. They just look like hoes. Kind yeah. of like hoes. And you know what? Hoe so, it up. That's so. what Halloween is for. Yeah. For you know, ladies, a lot of the time. So go on. Good. Yeah. Get oh, it. Yeah. I, go um, on, get it. I saw a meme yesterday that said it's Halloween. Slut up or shut up. So, yep. Yeah. There you go. And I, I've done it, so I can't judge. This so. has both yep. slutted up and yep. shut up. <laughs> right, Here what? is a that <gasps> says Trump can grab my with an arrow pointing to her. Let me um, ask the question. <laughs> yeah. So let me go ahead and ask the question. Misty, is this offensive in Texas? Pretty sure that's the number one couple's costume in Texas. Yeah. I did not see this earlier. This is not why I asked, but I was just thinking yeah, that's probably that not. Is yeah. Hilarious. And that's, yeah, that's actually uh, kind of funny. Yeah. 
They're at a nice garage party. You can see the garage mm-hmm. door behind them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some potato chips in the background for an authentic Halloween party. Uh, here is a woman dressed like a sexy cop. <laughs> and we might as well just go right to the question, Livius. <laughs> is that you in the picture? <laughs> Did you slut up for this? I was on um, Border Patrol. Yeah. I'm going to assume this is not. I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to assume this is not offensive in Texas. You don't need to ask. Okay. Well, well they're a couple, too, which is just even more. Maybe this is what they do in the bedroom, too. I was going to say, this is spicy. Friday night. Yeah. All right. Next one, we have uh, getting more political. Here's a little boy dressed as Donald Trump and a little girl dressed as a let me, inmate. Let me tell you. My, the Bennett's would love that. <laughs> um, all I, all I want to say is, you know, but that's the thing. So you see, so I've seen, and of course, because Halloween's coming up, I've seen it for a few years, these like really cool costumes for kids, right? Like the kid is dressed like Chucky and yeah. from the horror movies and he looks really authentic, but like, is the kid even enjoying it? Like, I'm not sure that these two, like that little girl, I'm pretty sure did not want to put on a prison outfit and pearls. She's not on the winning end of this uh, costume yeah. duo. And and same thing for the boy. Like, all right, you know, whatever. In his family, Trump supporters, whatever. I can't imagine that he picked this over Iron Man or Batman yeah, or like, being a fireman like... or a vampire or whatever it is that, yeah, I just can't. Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> he, he's like everybody else's fucking Captain America, and I get to be this douchebag president. Yeah. All right, next one. We have a little kid. Is he Osama? Dressed uh, with a long beard and TNT strapped around their chest. Is he Bin Laden? I think he's, he's just a something? terrorist. He's some type of some type of terrorist. So we already know this isn't offensive in Texas. But again, <laughs> how do you think that kid? But really, is it even offensive in America? That's the question. I mean, uh, I, I whoa! Not a super big fan of that. Oh yeah. no, no! I was, and I, you know, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. But um, whoa. See, like I said, the thing I don't like about this is that I can't imagine that's what that kid picked. This is this red red ninja outfit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is what I have to wear because this is what my parents got me the costume they made me. So at least I have a costume, but I'm not feeling. Look at it. He's he's dead in the eyes. Look at it. Yeah. Soulless. (laughs) Yeah. He's not getting any candy like that too. He knows the odds are set. No, he said, dude. Listen, this is in the south. Clearly, it's in the South. Look at all, that guy's jeans in the background. It's yeah. in the South. Yeah. I love all the top offensive costumes. South. All right. I just noticed this, and you guys can back me up in this. I don't know how you can see this. How well you can see this picture. <laughs> I just saw it myself. <laughs> On that little post. Is that a condom? <gasps> I mean, a small condom. Not. I think it must be a sprinkler cover because it looks like one of those like sprinklers that's like on a street. And I wonder if they didn't know what time the sprinklers were going to go off and wanted to make sure that the kids so didn't get it. On it. Listen, this is, this it is could Mrs. be life in a... about <laughs> You never know when it's going to go off. You got to <laughs> be prepared. Well, bravo. They did a great job. All right, next one. I don't know how many there are, so we're just going to keep going. Um, the woman's dressed like a strawberry. The kid's dressed like the Hulk. And this dude, blackface, Mr. T, I'm guessing, right? A really, like, the worst. 
Is that what Look, that is? Because I don't going know. Off the hair. I'm I, just going yeah. off the oh hair. yeah, it's it's totally Mr. T. Look at the the chains around his neck. Yeah. I, but you know what? I got to be honest with you. I don't even find this offensive. <laughs> this is so ludicrous. It's not even offensive. And yeah, I'm kind of in agreement. It's just silly. I think they're trying to be silly. Is there a washing machine in the kitchen? It absolutely is. One hundred percent. Do people? I think that there's a lot more going on in the background of the photos than with yeah. the costumes. At least the kid doesn't suffer in this one. That's a, bu- that's a bonus. I mean, he's in blackface, too, if you look closer. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on. Uh, this woman is a mail-order bride. Actually, I find that darling. I think it's really well executed. I love it. Yeah. I actually am super jealous that I've never done that. That is awesome. Well, you, you're not. Well, I mean, it would be cultural appropriation if you did it, Misty. Yeah, yeah you can't do that. Yeah, because you're not. That and hoop earrings, not for you. Not for you. The one thing <clears> I, um, I, out, I don't find it offensive. I think it's adorable. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong <laughs> yeah. with this. The thing yeah. I like most, okay. one of the things I like most about this, if you look, the guy's got his arm around the girl and he's holding like a pimp cane with like a. <gasps> I didn't even notice. I was yeah. looking at his fanny pack. Fanny pack plus pimp cane with a male. Love. Order. I love it. This man. Is I actually his love it. Life. Yeah. No, yep. I love all of it. Yep. All right. Agreed. There we go. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. No, that yeah. is not. No, this, love it. This is Who is offensive. even offensive to pumpkins? Yeah. Exactly. People who don't eat pumpkins. <laughs> Guys named Peter. Yeah. No, I'm happy. Well executed. Yeah, yeah thumbs up for this one. We're gonna move on. Um, this one, yeah. This is <gasps> all they're missing is a bag of Skittles, right? Misty, I think they find this offensive in Texas too. <laughs> yeah, even in Texas. Yeah, ones. I actually, that's way. That's nope. That's rejected. and what is this girl? Like how? Did, yeah, <laughs> some ne- leprechaun the woman pi- in the middle. Piper? I don't get it. What is she? And this guy couldn't afford a D on his shirt, so he's in the neighbor who watch. <laughs> it's. <laughs> We're moving I on. Can't. We're can't. moving on from this one. Uh, a, a little boy dresses a like a male stripper, <laughs> which I just find precious. But yeah, again, that's he not. He didn't a, choose that costume. Uh, no. I don't know if I find it precious i i see the humor in it but actually like they're clearly walking around a neighborhood and that alarms me you know he's going home with those two girls they're for not, sure they're not going home he's, with a skeleton kid. he's got he's got money in his underwear yeah they're going they're going home with them they probably put so it this is how life works yeah so this uh, this picture was taken five minutes ago <laughs> nice all right uh, are there more? Okay. Apparently, this one is just a couple of fat ladies in white blackface uh, holding a duck. Uh, like... That is a baby. <laughs> Adults yeah, in white faces black, whatever. Not really going to yeah. linger. We, yeah. I think we all agree. All right. That was the all last right. one yeah. on this list. Yep. All right. So, so I was... thought they would be more offensive in general. Like, I, mean, I really thought there would be more. It was the neighborhood watch one that was really like. That was. That one did it the worst. For sure. For sure. Of, yeah. The other ones were just kind of bumbling stupidity, but that neighborhood yep. watch one would just should never have happened. All right. Are we ready for the next offensive costume list? We are so ready. We're gonna go through this one a little faster. All right. 
15 offensive Halloween costumes that you shouldn't wear. This is from This Is Insider. I think it's the, the Insider is the, is the name of the website. So here we go. Here's a busty woman uh, dressed in a sombrero. It's kind of a sombrero. Yeah. I, yeah. What is she a, a tequila saleswoman? I don't get it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just got a Mexican kind of theme, and they're like, "Hey, back off." Oh, oh so they, it's racist? Yeah. Well, you're gonna notice. I mean, with this list. I'm pretty sure that most uh, Hispanic men would find this terribly offensive. Yeah, I don't think anybody's really gonna. Any no man is finding that. I don't really think the women are going to go, go after this either. No, actually, I don't find that offensive at all. So yeah. what's what's next? What they got? What they got? Ah, uh, here we go. The Dreamcatcher costume. I'm gonna. Go. Oh, actually, I I appreciate this very much. Why is this offensive? They're, the dreams are in the so, bosoms. You know what? They're so... <laughs> the dirty pillows. She's catching the are dreams. Where dreams are made. I, this I is think, beautiful. This I is think... great. I think this list might be cultural appropriation, which is yeah, not something no, I believe in at all. all so right, I yeah. don't. And yeah. I, I, I yeah. get it, but um, okay. So it's just. So basically, what it's saying is you can't have but... big, big cans and dress like <laughs> Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yeah. But here's my: Why is that offensive? Because if your favorite Disney movie growing up was Pocahontas, but you happen to be pasty skinned, why can't you dress up as Pocahontas? Because this list tells you not to. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like it. All right, we're gonna move on. We'll see if this uh, if we take a turn on this, if it goes anywhere else. Oh no! What happened to the rest of my pictures? <gasps> we may have an issue here. Hold on a second. Dun, dun, there we go. Dun, All right. Uh, oh, that's the shot one we saw. The before. repeat. Here we go. Arab chic. Wow. I think. I think what Misty is trying to say is if it's a woman, they can wear whatever the hell they want. As long as they've got some cleavage, no one's going to be offended. Yeah. And I agree wholeheartedly. This is offensive. Not it's to me. It's harmful to reinforce negative and misconceived notions about region, religion, or group of people like this Kmart costume. Oh, I like how they called out Kmart. Is that Kmart. the only company selling it? Yeah. Kmart Listen. This isn't a guy who's wearing that costume because, you know, this is like the cover of the costume because yeah. the costumes never look that nice. This is like the model on the front of the costume. Yeah. All right. Next one. Yep. There you go. It's a geisha. Yeah, it is. Nothing wrong with a geisha. Um, according to this, cultural appropriation. So next one, uh, <laughs> the Rasta costume kid. <laughs> you know what? I don't even. I don't even find that offensive. Nobody does. Oh, that guy looks like a clown. I, see, okay, this Clowns list. find that offensive. This list reminds me of, you know, people being overly sensitive. That's what this is. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see what's coming after that. This costume, which depicts Anne Frank, is insensitive <laughs> and offensive. What if that's her favorite book? You know, they read inspired. that in elementary school. Exactly. She's inspired by the story of resilience and the human spirit. Whatever. They sold none of this costume. Zero of this costume were sold. Because <laughs> no one's like, what do you really, what, what's, the, what's the costume you want more than anything in the world? No little girl's like, well, Anne Frank, duh. Yeah. Right, moving on. What do you know? Dia de 
beauty. Sugar skull. I love this. This is precious. What's wrong with people? Uh, let's see what it says here. If you're not Mexican, it would be offensive for you to dress in a Day of the Dead inspired garb. That's like not true. Costume. That is not true. Right. Well, I think that if spoken, it was... spoken like a true white girl. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm saying that it's like, okay, obviously in Texas, I know a lot of um, not just Hispanics, but Mexicans, and the sugar skull thing is, well, and. Sorry, I can't talk about this. I am white. I get it. But <laughs> I know people that would not find that offensive. And yeah. what if you just enjoy that holiday? I don't know. I just. Yeah. I am willing to wager there are more white sugar skull girls than there are Hispanic sugar skull girls. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least that, that are wearing those type of tights or whatever those are. I love those. They're yeah. great. All right. Next one. This, <laughs> I don't know what's better about this, that it's a giant fat ballerina or that it's obviously like a dude wearing the costume. Like Why? Okay, I just read the thing. Try to avoid costumes that could be interpreted as body shaming. What if he's trying to say, be proud of your body. Yeah. You be who you are. I'm pretty sure that's not what anybody who's buying that costume is trying to say. You can be a fatty ballerina. Yeah. Yeah. You be quiet. You can you try wear, hard enough. <laughs> you can wear white socks with your ballerina costume if you want to. That's is he the cover of the costume? You. Because that he's gotta be. I think all of these are just clipped from like a website that sells costumes. Because who stands in front of a perfectly white background? That guy. All right, here we go. Costume. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, misogynistic <laughs> implications. Oh man, you know what? As a woman, I find that hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. All right. The Stranger Things Halloween costume caused a controversy as people claimed that it sexualized a twelve-year-old character from the show. Oh motherfucker! It does, and I love Eleven. I think we all. Well, Olivia, did you? All, I know, Rob. You yes. don't like Stranger Things, do you? Um, I didn't really care for it. But, but Livius, you do. I, I like Stranger Things well enough. I thought it got better. Like, season two I like better than season one, actually. Yeah. Um, um, I, I know... totally get wanting to be 11, even as an adult. And I'm sorry, but the expectation... Not saying it's an okay expectation, but, you know, you want to dabble it a little bit. I'm pretty sure that's not even a real woman, right? That's a doll, like a Barbie it doll. It does right? look plasticky. I don't yeah. know the hand okay. here. Here's my question. What is the sexualization? Is it the that you can see part of her skin on her legs? or I'm asking okay. because I 100% don't know because I'm not familiar with Stranger I, High socks are sexualized. Oh, the so it's the socks? Yeah, so and not to mention that dress I, basically up to her crotch. I didn't realize how sexy my socks were because they don't go quite up to my thighs, but they come like up over my calf. And I didn't realize that I was sexing it up. You, yeah, you're objectifying yourself. You I, I am. For years, you've been turning yourself into a sex object. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see if there's anything else here. Oh yeah. Snake charmer costume. Again, it's a costume, right? Yeah. Snake charmers all over have to be really offended by this. And snakes. Look, there's an actual snake there. So, and he looks a a, a little. 
large, like a, a snake. I don't know. Okay. Um, Wait, what looks large? The snake. Like, doesn't it look like really like fat? Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah, like it doesn't. Like, I don't. <laughs> like the rest of the snake can't possibly be in that bag. Pretty much. I'm having a problem. <laughs> okay. I don't find this offensive, but I don't know a lot of snake charmers. Oh. Almost everybody's going to let this one go. No, listen. The snake moves because if you look, it's a fake hand, which means his real oh. arm is up inside the, the snake so he can articulate it. Yes. I, I love this guy. Like, that so makes he's it better. probably no. like yeah. gonna bite people. Yeah. Like I bet his hand is up in there, and he's gonna like. <sighs> Good lord! Let's move on. All right, next <laughs> one. Sexy convict. How oh, is that offensive? That's beautiful. Trivializing the U.S. prison system. That's that's garbage. Move on. That's I can't even address that. That is not what that means. Misty's like, that's what I wear on Thursday nights when I'm not on this podcast. <laughs> Misty's like, it's good I, I went like, with the drugs and dogs shirt. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the prison system. Let's move on. Hey, I learned recently those boots are sexy. They are. Because they're almost to her thigh. No, anything that Trust me, oh my anything that comes up the leg, up to the cat, even booties. booties. Booties? So, let me tell you. Keep going, I'm sorry. I don't I know what a booty is, apparently. I mean, the booty is like the thing you grab that's at the top of the leg. Okay, right? oh, I'm sorry. I'm saying like the shoes, the little, the ankle boots. Oh, oh. okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah, okay. All right, here's the next one. Restrained. Animal lecture? Yeah. Reinforces harmful misconceptions about mental illness in prison. And cannibals. Fucking cannibals are outraged by this guy. Is this list a joke? Because that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'm I'm the most worried about the surprise dickhole down here by like <laughs> Like look at that hole in his jeans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's conspicuously placed. Yeah. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that guy. That guy's definitely like, I've got an itch. Can you help me scratch this? Can't get to it. Well, that's how they let him. That's how he pees. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Here we go. You wouldn't make fun of a homeless person on the street. Now, they're making oh. some assumptions there. Like, you get the right homeless person, you you might make fun of them. Uh, you probably shouldn't dress like a hobo nightmare on Halloween. Hobo nightmare. What do you guys think about this? I think that this is uh, this list is like Misty said. It's it's ridiculous, and and I think it's almost clickbaity in its ridiculousness. Oh. Like, yeah. Wait for the icing on the cake. I'm so excited. This gorilla is costume it? would be innocuous, but calling this a Harambe costume would be insulting. Oh, for heaven's sake! You know what? Trading space? No, trading places. Yeah, yeah. Trading places. Get out. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Done. I think that's the end of the list. That's the end of the list. That's yeah. the that's the trump card. Yeah. Can you um can you real quickly before you stop sharing your screen scroll back to um to the Hooters costume? <laughs> he uh, wants to see if he wants to use yeah. it. Droopers. Can, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, would you go ahead and close your screen? Like stop screen sharing. Uh, stop screen sharing. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Okay, I can't see. <gasps> what is this? Is that a woman wearing it? 
there were four women wearing this costume in New Orleans last year. That is awesome. There were, I think it was four, four or five of them. I only snuck a picture of this one. I felt bad I was asked for a picture, but everybody was asking. But yeah, so there you go. There you go. So it's not it's not controversial. It's popular. It is very popular. If enough people like it, right? I've learned that. I live in America. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, So okay, so we all agreed on a couple of the offensive costumes. You guys think of any other costumes that are um, are offensive, and and what makes them offensive? So I'll I'll go first. Um, I can't really think of too many costumes that are offensive. Um, And and even if they were perceived as offensive, I think that if they're done tongue in cheek, they just just don't find it. Megan Kelly, you're being Megan Kelly right now, is what you're doing, right? I um, am going to assume. So I know Megan Kelly's in a little bit of hot water about some blackface stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know what the whole story is, so no, I'm not. I'm totally not. So just like, state what you said about like why when it's okay. I well, like I said, if it's done in a way that's not meant to be offensive, like that's the whole thing. Like I think intent has a little bit to do with with a, a offense, 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 right? Like, like I think that, that your yeah, so offense. yes, yes, like yeah. context, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. like you said, your intention, your listen, yeah. the neighborhood watch picture, the intention of that was to be just nasty and fucking harmful. The guy that was dressed like Mr. T, I don't think had that same intention. And I think that's the difference between what I would find offensive is the intent. And now we're having an intelligent conversation about it. Yeah, I agree. So that's what, that's almost exactly what Megan Kelly said about doing blackface and that's why she got fired she's not fired she's i saw she's negotiating her way out of nbc and probably back to fox news oh, the article we'll, that we'll I saw. welcome her with warm warm arms open arms i'm sure i'm sure there's room between um hannity and that judge janine or whatever her name is for megan kelly i thought she burned her bridges at fox i thought that's how she ended up on nbc well, this is probably her getting back into their good graces there you go so So far, I feel like this has gone wonderfully. I'm very happy with everything that's gone on. I'm very happy with this. I'm excited. Um, But usually, we do a little bit of homework uh, as far as like watching something or reading something. And this year, I think we didn't necessarily do homework as much as we all kind of just chose to watch the same thing. So I feel like it was an extra work. But um, something. Loving this even more. I wonder if there's Loving. Like just show oblivious. Good gracious, what a handsome bastard. Look at that thing. There it is. We're now just displaying Olivia's. <laughs> I didn't know there was a whole vest happening. I was muted. Um, yeah, this is traditional Romanian podcasting attire. So... This is what I usually wear when when I'm uh, when I'm podcasting. Missy, were you trying to look lower? <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought you were could you do to look that. At what he was wearing <laughs> below the waist? No. You're trying to see look. if he's wearing thigh high socks. I know what's going on. <laughs> you got me. You're looking there. We go. Looking, oh, there. Wow. We go. <sighs> Come the fuck on. Here we go. What a cliche. What a romantic. 
Romanian cliche. That's it. This is it. It's Thursday night. I got my got my cape on. on. Yep. Traditional Romanian headphones too. I'm guessing. Correct. Yeah. I matched. I even matched my. I told you I love Halloween. Too much. Too much. Uh, we're gonna I'm need. I'm so happy about this. I'm gonna need a full head to toe photo of this ensemble. Um, I can do for that. Record. Yeah, for posterity. I can do that. Yep. Haunting of Hill House. Yes. You guys watch this series? Um, I did. I binged it. I watched it all in 10 straight hours, starting at like 7 o'clock one night. So I was up until like 4 in the morning or however the math works out. Um, math is hard. Math is hard after drinking for a while. Um, did you guys watch it uh, recently or how did you watch it? What was your watching style? Your viewing style? Livius, you didn't watch it all in one shot. I did not. I actually watched one episode um on my way back from Europe on the airplane. And then I was watching like two to th- two to three each day. And then the, I had a, a weird where I got really busy and I had to hold off on that last episode for three or four days. So I finished it on Monday morning, I think, before I went to work. Missy? It took me about a week, but it was because I traveled last week for work. So I would have binged it um, more efficiently. But I didn't have time when I was in Springfield. So, but yeah, it was a pretty fast watch for sure. It was easy consuming. Where uh, Springfield? Where? What's Springfield? Oh, Illinois. Yeah, the, the capital. Illinois. You were in Illinois. I'm in Illinois every other week, practically. How did we not know this? Me too. But then also the other weeks as well. <laughs> The th- the thing is, I'm I'm literally stuck in Springfield. Oh, it's, it's not like I can like cruise no. three no, hours. Spring, well, yeah, I was. Is it only three hours? To, I guess it's about three four hours to Springfield, right? Four yeah. five, I'd say. Yeah, four four and a half. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's not like I can dip out, and I only go from Monday through Thursday. But anyway, this is not for the podcast. Um, I do want to say that Springfield, Rob, was your like um like your class trip in eighth grade to Springfield. Uh. Yeah, we did go to the. Uh, I think so. To Abe Lincoln's neighborhood because I've been there. Yeah. Wait, no, yep. I didn't do. I never did a Springfield trip. Oh yeah. yeah, we went to Springfield in eighth grade. That bus ride that you know is four or five hours or whatever seemed so much longer. I'm pretty sure I fell in love with a girl in my eighth grade class and out of love in that day, <laughs> mostly on the bus. That is wow. the cutest. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I will tell you, I did travel to uh, Springfield once for school, but it was for, it was in high school, and it was for a um, computer programming contest. So. How did you do? I placed wow, I didn't know you did that. Outside of me, did you? No. I placed sixth. Out of? Twelve. Ten. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of props in school, because like, wow. Woo! Place. And I was like, yeah. there were 12 people competing. Yeah. Oh, that's cute, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, but sorry, since we are talking about, yeah, Olivia's my home office for the company I work for is in Springfield. It's actually, other than government jobs, it's the number one employer of the city of Springfield. Wow. Horseman. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I did not know that. 
So, also known as a centaur, you said horseman, right? Leave it at that. So proud of myself, it, right there. And you know what? I've actually drawn a cartoon because, like, one of our things is one horse man, and I called it one horseman, and I yeah. put a long horse with like many people on it. So we're right there. We're pretty close. We're pretty close. I was. I was. I'm over. I'm over here because I have no (laughs) idea what's happening right now. He's way too. I wanted wanted to make a connection. Have either of you read the book, The Haunting of Hill House? No, and I'm ashamed. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like nobody's read it, and they're all ashamed because they should have. Yeah, there's. Is that who it is? Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson. Where did I get? What's Megan Abbott? She's still alive and writing books. She's contemporary. Shirley Jackson is like like this came out in nineteen fifty. Probably like was reading about both of them on the same day. Yeah. Okay, so I, my apologies, Shirley Jackson. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of podcast shame going on about Shirley Jackson too. Like as a podcast, we're a little ashamed that. Uh, yeah. So uh, look for some Shirley Jackson in the future. Not the Haunting of Hill House, but something else by her. Yeah, we're going to retcon. Like, eventually we'll just be like, yeah, we read it. Whatever. We don't have to. We never should feel shame about it. Anyway, so Haunting of Hill House is uh, uh, a series on Netflix. And the first season is 10 episodes, an hour long, for anybody who hasn't uh, watched it. It's based on the Shirley Jackson novel, The Haunting of Hill House. Um, but it's not an adaptation of the book. It's more like it's inspired by the overall mythology of the book. So, like, in the original book... Um, there's a group of people that go to Hill House for like a sleep study. All this stuff happens. Um, in, in this series, it focuses on a family, which what's the last name of the family? Is it Crane? Something with a C. Crane. It's yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Um, and the whole and the whole idea is uh, the the father of the family, him and his wife, kind of bought this house to renovate it, flip it. And um, they're going to live in the house while it's being renovated. While they're living there, all types of spooky, nasty shit goes down um, with ghosts and stuff like that. And then we're moved into the modern day where we see um, more events, but we see what uh, what effect that uh, living at Hill House took on on the kids, I guess. And it's done in that back-and-forth way where you're a scene today, you're a scene 25 years ago. But in the in the modern time, it even skips around. So it's mm-hmm. then and now, but then it's like six months ago. Yeah. And then it's then, then it's now, then it's two years ago, then it's now, then it's six months ago, then it's then. So it, it, uh, it did take, I think, a good two episodes to really get a feel like when something came on screen of when it was happening in the now. It's real easy to determine between the then and now right because they're kids and they're in the house and now they're adults and they're older uh it is i don't know man it's one of the best written stories i've seen for a tv show i mean engaging everything ties together at some point i mean it's it's really really well well written misty agreed um and two oh crap and i um did not do my full research who played the um the mom. Oh my god! Uh, and I love her. She's I. Oh, she's got a weird name, Carla Gugino. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she was recently in Gerald's Game also. That was on Netflix. Yeah. Um, she was spectacular. I thought she did an amazing job. Um, but, yeah, the acting was good. The writing was good. Um, it was it was beautifully done. Because it, it did have scares in it, but it also had re- fully formed characters that you cared about and you wanted to know what happened to them. And so that's, I think, for all of us, what we care about in writing is also we need something to really latch on to to really pull us through a whole story, especially a series that's or a, a season of how many, like 10 to 12 episodes, an hour yeah. long each. So episodes, yeah. to really keep you engaged the whole time, you have to have people that you are attached to or characters. So they, yeah, it was excellent. I can't make up my mind if the guy who played Steve is not a good actor <laughs> or if his part was written in such a way that, like, I just, like, I cared about his story, but I couldn't care about him. And a lot of that was in the delivery. And I'm not sure yeah. how much of that was acting. And he's done a ton of other things. He was in Game of Thrones. He was in mm-hmm. something else I've seen. And I don't ever remember thinking, like, this guy's a half-ass actor. Um, but it really, uh, it felt that way in this. So that was the one thing I had about this is I didn't, I didn't like the guy that played Steve. I don't think you were supposed to like him. I think he was the flattest yeah. character. Yeah. He is the one who he had the least amount of growth. Mm-hmm. He, um, had the least amount of trauma. Um, so yeah, I just I think didn't he was find so him likable. believable. Like I don't like, I get it, but there are a lot of people that are unlikable that I go, man, that guy did a good job. I just can't say that he did a good job. Like I just couldn't, like, I just, I found everybody else to, to feel very genuine and for him, from him, I didn't buy it. So Nell and Luke were were great characters. Um, what's the gr- what's the girl with the gloves? What's her name? I loved her. Yeah, like uh, Shirley. No, no, Shirley was the older she had sister. a weird name. She oh, had no, a weird uh, name. Theodora. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, oh. yeah, Theo. Um, all of them, I thought were really. Yeah, Shirley was okay, but the other three were phenomenal. Like they were just fantastic. So, but yeah, it was a. Uh, Go ahead. The thing, and and the thing that I noticed, um, it took a while to catch on to, um, but they really gave everybody a chance to let their characters shine. Like every character had a moment in the series, except mm-hmm. for possibly yeah. Steve, and that might have something to do with the way you feel about him. Because like, there was definitely a Shirley moment, there was a Theo moment, there was so many Nell moments and Luke mm-hmm. moments. But like, even that fucking uh, what's his name Dudley guy or whatever the the like the caretaker. The caretaker. Yeah. He had that thing when they were talking in the basement. We're not going to spoil anything, but like when he was like kind of explaining the reason that he doesn't go to the house after dark, he mm-hmm. had that like it was like two or three minutes long, and it was such an engaging story that like I was like fuck. Even the house help gets gets a moment to be like it was theatrical. Yeah. It was something that you would see on stage, not like in a television show. And that's what I noticed like throughout almost every episode, there was a moment where someone had a monologue. Where I was like, they're doing this to an audience on a stage. Like, that's what it felt like. But there was so much drama and, and, and impact to it that it was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's funny that you say that because <laughs> I did enjoy those moments. But I, I all, during this show specifically, but I think about this a lot, when I start hearing the monologue come on, like, this never happens in real life. Nobody has ever sat me down to tell me this monologue style story like it just doesn't happen and that's really where where at times i get pulled out of a story a little bit 
Um, but I thought it was well done. I, off the air, I want to discuss a couple of issues that I had with you guys, but they're super, super spoilery. So I'm going to hold off until after the end. I will say um, that the last episode, without spoiling anything, um, went on for a little too long and probably had a few things that I would have cut from it. Ending issues? Sort of. And again, I don't want to get real specific on it. There's a storyline that's revealed about one of the characters in the last episode that I thought was um, was really fell flat. Um, and then yeah. I'll say that post-climax was just a little bit too long, if that makes sense. But not like, so after the, not like Lord of the Rings too long? No, no. But bordering bordering on that well that last episode was like an hour and 15 minutes i think or an hour and 18 minutes and i was like yeah they should have kept this at the hour mark and i can tell you exactly where you could buy back your 15 minutes like it would have been hard for me to get that down to an hour easily (laughs) um so as i was binging this as i was watching i i raved on facebook about episode six um it was called two storms (laughs) yes now um and we won't spoil much but like the thing i liked about the two storms episode is that uh episodes one through five really focused on like a single character perspective like it told the same story from the perspective of a different character so there was lots of overlaps in scenes and you saw the same thing multiple times and everything and it established like that slow burn kind of feel but it really helped you get like intimate with the characters too and then in episode six boom they throw everybody in the room together and it was shot like a one, like a one shot, like a, like a single take. So all of this information is just flooding in and characters are talking over each other, which that's always difficult to execute if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's that episode mm-hmm. went from like this slow burn to just like totally letting your foot off the brakes, hitting the gas and like all of this stuff is going on. And the drama was fucking amazing. And I thought it was a nice kind of contrast to what we've been seeing so far um, when you got everybody together at the same time. So the thing about that episode, and I didn't count, but I feel that it might be pretty accurate to say that that hour-long episode was like seven or eight single-shot scenes. Mm -hmm. I timed it. The first one was like 14 minutes long. Wow. Um, And it showed a little bit. Like, there are parts in there where there's delivery that's really awful that you know a director would have said, like, all right, let's take that line again. Misty, put some emotion into that line. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, but instead, because of the course, and I don't know how many takes it took. I'm sure that there's documentation that you could read about that online. But it was still overall very impressive and nice to see. Yeah, the first one was 13 minutes. The second one was, like, eight minutes. And all of them, then even after that, continued on. But they were all, like, six, seven minutes each for the whole hour. So it was really, really an impressive feat for them to pull together. Yeah. I mean, which calls to attention in general, like the way that, um, like the way that the, the series was shot, um, the fucking attention to detail they gave to like the scene transitions. Like, so when the scene transitioned from like present day to childhood, like whatever was happening in the present day at the cut, was somehow either mirrored or mimicked in that, yes. you know, in the other side. So the transition mm-hmm. itself even had value, whereas usually it would just be like a fade or, you know, like a, a smash cut or whatever you want to say. But like, even the transitions from scene to scene were just so significant. It was like that attention to detail is something you usually don't see. Yeah, they blended. By far my favorite episode, I'm going to go against Rob on this one though, is episode four. 
um, and episode four, without spoiling anything, um, has to do, uh, it surrounds Luke while there is something else happening that we witnessed in or, or you know learned about in episode three. Luke is kind of going through his own thing and, and towards oh. the end of the episode catches up to where we are. And I will say the plot of that, uh, the plot of that hour and probably the, the like last 20 minutes or 25 minutes of that hour. I not kidding. I watch a lot of fucking TV, a lot of TV. It was the best story I have seen on TV in years. All right. This probably is what Rob, I would put this right up against, um, in the shield when Shane gets shot in like the penultimate episode, like I would put it up there with like that type of writing and that type of delivery. And it was just absolutely amazing. And if the rest of the show sucked, it would still get high marks for, for what they did in episode four. And specifically this shouldn't spoil anything, but it's like Luke being cold. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so oh. so good. Yeah, I'm telling you, I messaged Rob and I was like, "This is the best TV I have watched in years." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, it says a lot without saying anything. Like it tells mm-hmm. you a story. Like the absence of information is what tells the story. And and uh, yeah, oh man, once you figure out what's going on, you're like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" Yeah. Yep. Um, what about the like background stuff? Did you guys like pay attention to like things that were like not necessarily out of frame, but just not uh, like not the focus of the scene? Like there was always creepy shit going on. Not always, but frequently, they used um, like the unnoticed part of the scene to do creepy shit. I only start yeah. probably not until the latter be- when they started mentioning that the ghosts were there, and so then I would notice like people who were in the shot that weren't actually in the family. Yeah, okay. but yeah. Um, they just use. Uh, I guess in general, with expanding from that, like space, I think was used effectively for scares. Like it wasn't like your you know jump scare bullshit that you get in like your typical horror. Something could be a because could be scary just because it was a noise, or you know something like that. Like it didn't have to be, you know, a, a woman crawling all fucking weird. Like, they, mm-hmm. yeah, but, they, but well, even just a giant old house is creepy alone. So yes, they did use that that giant house. Like it dwarfs any human that's inside of it. So that alone is scary. I'm trying to figure out. They had this big beautiful staircase. Right, which mm-hmm. is the focal point of like the last four episodes, maybe. Yes. But then they had this stupid spiral staircase that they all used for yes. shit. Yes, like in the in the back. Yeah, I like I. Who the fuck would go up that and staircase? By the way, that's the tallest spiral staircase <laughs> that's I've like ever three seen. Stories, yeah. yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, Misty, I, I was just at the Arc de Triomphe. Picture yeah. that staircase, two hundred and eighty steps. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. It's not the biggest staircase I've seen. It wasn't even the second biggest staircase because the one that goes the one that goes down the catacombs, very similar, but even longer. Yeah, they're yeah. Livius I'm glad that we figured out how not to do stairs like that anymore. Yeah, Livius didn't vape until he was like back down at the bottom of the Arc de Triomphe. Um, I don't know why that was funny. Here's what I'll say: that spiral staircase, I believe, has some significance to the original book. And and my suspicion here's here's why I suspect that. Have either of you seen the movie The Haunting? 
No. The Haunting is. Who, who was in it? It was a weird cast. It was like Catherine Zeta-Jones and like Owen Then Wilson Yes, and, yes. and the house was like alive. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a spiral staircase in that story too. <laughs> Wasn't that also based on The Haunting of Hill House? It's based on The Haunting of Hill House. It's okay. more, it's yeah. more I do. Yeah. But that's old, isn't it? From the nineties. Yeah, it's old from the nineties. It's the we. I was young in the whatever. Yeah, I don't. I refuse to believe the nineties is old. This is what I'm trying. Rob, to say. you you said something at yeah. the very start of this, and you said it's the first season. I'm pretty sure this is a one and done. No, it should be if they're smart. Um, well, I could be wrong about that, but. I was under the impression, but this is all based on my impression, so I'm most likely wrong about that. Um, it has not been renewed for a second season, but um, I, I heard somewhere, I think it was like um, Timothy Hutton or someone um, was quoted on Twitter somewhere that I read um, saying that the, the Crane family story was done, but that doesn't necessarily mean... He didn't say that the series was over. So I have the feeling that they might keep it open to more stuff in future seasons. I'm with, facts. Yeah, I'm with Misty on this should be done. Mm-hmm. It should not taint this wonderful, wonderful story. With <sighs> Yeah, because what do they do after this? Like, Well, they would have, yeah, they would have to do a different family that lived there before the Cranes, essentially, and well, have them go through Or a different stuff. house or something, yeah. So here's what I'll say, and I'm, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but something was done at the end of the season that left it open for more stuff to happen in the future. And in the, the book, The Haunting of Hill House, even though I haven't read it, I understand at least a little bit about it. Um, the Crane family did exist previous to the story that happened in the book, The Haunting of Hill House. Hmm. So what we might be seeing is the story that happened before the book leading into more information about what happens like in the current day after the story that we saw in the first season. But that's totally this is this is where we should have a spoiler talk because there's so much good stuff to talk about, but maybe we'll do that on our own after we wrap this up. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, even despite a few uh, niggling flaws, um, I would definitely give this five stars. Yep. Totally five stars. I yeah. haven't been this excited about a series since Hannibal and Penny Dreadful. Um, it was good. There's so many aspects of it that just were done so well. It's obvious that like they had such great talent. Um, the acting was phenomenal. The writing, the cinematography, like the design of the sets. I can't say anything bad about almost any of it. Like there's obviously like my little minor objections like Livius has, but this yeah. series went way above my expectations. Rob, I have a prediction on how you would rank the three series you just mentioned. So can you give us, do you, can you force rank them? And <laughs> I have, I, and I'll be honest, do if, not if I'm right or break what I would think. my heart yeah. because nothing can replace Hannibal what number one. should be. All right. I knew you would say that. Oh, uh, okay. Hill House is number three. Right. I was wrong. I thought you would put this ahead of Penny Dreadful. Oh, my God. I knew you'd go Hannibal first, but I thought you would put this ahead of Penny Dreadful. I am putting it ahead of Penny Dreadful. I really like Penny Dreadful. I was going to say, also, like, I know that you like that more yeah, than I yeah, thought you yeah, would. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, and I'm going to put it ahead of Hannibal because I like Penny Dreadful better than Hannibal, too. Nothing is better than Hannibal. Go fuck yourself. I mean, quite honestly, <laughs> keep reading. I could probably list out some other shows, too, that I like better than Hannibal. Oh, I'll stop. Like I'll Vampire stop there. Diaries. I mean, Vampire Diaries was well, pretty good. Well, you know, Vampire Diaries. Good. Misty, Misty, are you going to watch Legacies? The <laughs> Wait, what legacies? I thought you were talking about Vampire Wars or what? The Wars. No, no. So Vampire Diaries is the original show. The Originals was a spinoff of that. And now there's a second spinoff called Legacies, which actually started tonight. I didn't even watch the originals. (laughs) The originals was was not good until the final two seasons. And the final two seasons are rock solid. Yeah, it lost me in like episode three. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I kept watching it just inertia, but yeah, yeah it, it got really good towards the end. Okay. okay. So. Hmm. Now this is easy. So Hill House, did wait, did Missy, did you rate it? Oh, I'm fine, sorry. Yeah. Right. There's no I don't have anything significant to add from what we've already discussed, but yeah, it's it's spectacular. Definite rewatchable. Um Oh. 100%. I'm currently rewatching Hannibal. Missy, I'm like oh. uh shocking. Did you, you ran out of? We did recently too. Well, actually, what I rewatched <laughs> was season two, of course, because that's Natch. Um, Rob you... Rob finished Justified, and he's like, "What? What can I do now?" After his fourth rewatching of Justified, he was like, Justified "I think like three weeks ago, I watched the entire series again. Six seasons. I'm on season two, episode ten, right now, Misty. So what that means is, after we get done talking tonight, I'm finishing season two and crying." So I was going to say, try not to cry. So I will say. <laughs> it's heartbreaking every time. <laughs> every time. And now it's just, and I want to, I want to give you, it doesn't matter. Cause I wouldn't care if anybody judged me about that, but I want to tell you, um, I was on the Hannibal Reddit recently and, um, there was a, a thread where it was just like, but does anybody else cry at the end of season two? And it's like 50 comments and every, and everybody's like, Every time, every single time. Every like, time. It's amazing. Every I'm gonna time. go. Tro- I'm gonna go troll some bitches on the Hannibal fucking Reddit right now. <laughs> Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diary Lover two eight two. Yep, that's right. Fucking slaying everybody on Reddit. Fucking <laughs> slaying. That is hilarious. Um, I know we talked about some of the other things we watched, so we won't redo it because um, we just did this on the podcast a couple nights ago. But we didn't talk about. Partially because I thought Rob was going to go see Halloween. We didn't talk about Halloween. And as Jesse isn't here, I can probably go unopposed as I am the only one that saw this. I um, went to see. I went to see Halloween. Now, we did have another. I don't know if we're going to talk about. There was one other topic we were talking about, but I was introduced to Michael and Freddie. I was probably like 10 years old, nine years old. I had uh, friends. They were brothers. They were like a year or two years and like three years younger than me, but they were neighborhood kids. Um, Their family owned the first, they were the first people I knew that had a VCR and their stepdad, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he would go to the video store and I am not exaggerating. He'd come back with 12 tapes Mm -hmm. and I'd spend the night there. I'd be there really late. Was this the vodka guy? He would go through... No, different guy. That was when I was a teenager, yep. Um, and we would just watch movies, and there was no filter in that household. Yeah. Like, if I was, like, nine, that means his kids were, like, seven and five, and we're watching, like, Friday the 13th 
or we're watching Halloween or we're watching whatever other campy horror movie. So I have been a fan of Halloween for, you know, I don't know, however long that's been. It was 40 years, right? So a little less than 40 years because that's what it was since the first one. Um, so I was really, really looking forward to this. And I don't think it was a bad movie. I just think it was really uninspired. Like, I just felt that they had this franchise to work with. They'd erased eight movies of history or, or whatever it was, seven or eight movies. And I thought they they did it because they had a better way of doing it. And I, I think they fell short on that. I mean, I don't think it was terrible. I just don't think they delivered anywhere near the potential that they could have. That's all. Two and a half stars. Wow. Dang. Uh, that's, that's rough. It picked up a half star when I found out that Michael... Yeah! <laughs> That's the season two finale of Hannibal. Oh, it hurts me. It hurts me it, so it, much. It's misty. It's like it's canceled like five years ago. It's time to move on. I um, ever. I did give it. It did gain half a star when I found out that that's the original Michael, the guy who played Michael Myers. The shape is the guy in this one. I didn't know that when I went into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot too. So, um, expect more Halloween movies. This one made a lot of money. So, um, speaking on behalf of Jesse, who is absent, uh, when Jesse was asked about what his uh, take on the Halloween movie was, and I quote, "I don't care what Livia." No, he says it's fucking perfect. I don't care what Livia says, and that was before he knew that Livia did not like it. Yep. So. That's fair. And Jesse and I pretty much see eye to eye on horror movies, so I'm a little surprised. I'll be honest. On horror movies, Jesse's like my go-to guy for horror films. I didn't. Sorry. This close. Misty almost got a yawn out. So I kind of shared a little bit on where I first got exposed to to the horror genre. Misty, how about you? What what are your first recollections? Was it movies? So I was gonna say TV shows, but really there weren't horror TV shows when when we were when you were a kid when I was a kid. So so it's actually hard to say because my dad always read Stephen King, so we had the books, and I was actually reading Stephen King in elementary school. Like, I, I distinctly, I know not everybody likes this one, but I distinctly remember reading Needful Things when I was, like, 10 or 11, um, and Thinner, and there were several, and I, the only one that I was not allowed to read was Gerald's Game, because there was sex in it, and as far as Texas. movies go, I was allowed to watch anything, Sexist. but I was, my, I was sent out of the room if there was a sex scene. Yeah. So I saw all the horror, and um, Missy's like, I spent a lot of time I, in the other room. I, they must have just watched a lot of sex. Oh, yeah. um, Debbie! And, Debbie does Dallas local favorite. <laughs> but um, two, one of my absolute best friends when I was growing up, her name was Tara. We every birthday that she had, we would spend the night at her house, or I would spend the night at her house, and we would rent like five to six horror movies and watch them. And so I also was exposed to that when I was young. So I'm not sure. I think the books may have come first, but my dad also had the movies on too. So it's hard. It's really hard to say, but from a very young age, I love horror. This is why we're desensitized. I mean, that, I mean, I think I was in fifth grade. I remember my first Stephen King book was different seasons. 
And I yes. think I was in fifth or sixth grade when I read that. Yeah. 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 So Rob's like, who? Stand, by, stand by me. The movie yeah. is based yeah. on the short, yeah. the body yep. in that. I was aware yeah. of that. Oh, okay. Because I'm learned. Rob, mm. what about you? What are your first exposures to the horror genre? Well, as I uh, hinted at or just flat out said in the past, I was always very afraid of horror on the TV. So oh. as a kid, big wimp about that stuff, and I, I avoided it whenever I could. My brother loved it. My brother was always a big fan of like just like the scariest stuff, and I shied away from it. Um, I mean, I have memories of... You may not know this. I mean, this was... I don't know how big of, of a thing this was, but there was... At some point, there was a Nightmare on Elm Street TV show. Yeah. And... Yep. What year was it? I must have missed that. It was a weird, though. You didn't You didn't miss much. Um, I think the last Friday the... flickered in my living room. That's kind of weird. Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street both had TV shows. Yeah. Um, the Friday the 13th one was really weird. It was about a guy who owned a... Uh, uh, um, like an antique shop. But he would go around and get so the so you'd see him, but then the stories were always about like some object that was evil, and somehow by the end he would collect it up. But you would see like the story leading up to it. Nightmare on Elm Street was something very similar. It was kind of like an anthology type show. Yeah. So Rob, is everything okay? I know I'm nervous. He now. keeps looking at his door. Like lights yeah. just flickered. Well, lights we had weird shit we're happen like, earlier. I, we're freaking him out. I thought I heard weird noises. So we're already. Or is this a bit? Already, we already lost Jesse. Now we see Rob go down on camera. If you see a knife coming from uh, the devil mask, like this direction, yeah. I'm being murdered by someone who broke into my house. Uh, and I'm, I'm wearing noise canceling headphones, so I can't hear what's going on. Um, so it'll be a total surprise. Although I have good peripheral vision, so like hopefully I'll at least see the killer as I'm being murdered. So Nightmare on Elm Street TV show. Um, I remember vividly, like I was, it was like a friend's birthday party and it was like a sleepover at his house and everybody there wanted to watch the episode that was airing that night. Cause it was like a Saturday night or whatever. I sat at the kitchen table in the other room because I was too afraid to watch the show. Like a bitch, like a bitch. I was that yeah. bitch. However, well, don't, don't judge fucking junior high, Rob. Just really past, we, we call him past Rob past around Rob. here. Yeah, future Rob, also <laughs> afraid of the Nightmare Rob. on Street TV show. Or starring in it, who knows. But then um, the thing that really kind of like <laughs> earlier like hooked me into like horror stories was I remember in like middle school, um, like my first taste of like uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Like, story, mm. like classic... Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Early classic literature type horror stories and stuff like that, like Telltale Heart and um, what is Cask of Amontillado and stuff like that. Um, and so I think that was my original. And then also stories by other people, um, but they were like that classic kind of uh, horror. Um, so I think that was my first real appreciation of uh, telling stories that were scary because it wasn't the slasher shit that scared me. It was like the creepy human uh, uh, element kind of thing. That's me too, yeah. But I think that's why we love Hannibal so much also. Like, uh, a monster doesn't scare me as much as a like person. A like a, that we can do. 
Yeah, something yeah. that a human turns into. Yes, yeah. 100%. And that actually reminded me, I, I did like Poe too, but I also distinctly remember I read Bram Stoker's Dracula in sixth grade. Hey, she's reading up on your people, Livius. That's right. Yeah. It's good to catch up on Romanian history yep. when you can. <laughs> um, I do have one other story I think I told on the podcast previously. I think I was probably, I had to be around nine um, when The Exorcist was first on television. <gasps> So it was a little bit edited, That's but I remember awesome. fucking crazy. So, so now awesome. I watched this with my grandmother, God rest her soul, who was a full on like babushka Catholic. wearing, wearing religious oh, woman. Was she like, yeah. oh, she was that yeah. grandma? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and she made me sleep that night with a pill, uh, a Bible under my pillow after oh, watching bless Exorcist. Her little heart. Yeah. Yeah. So that was right around that same time I was watching and, and but you have to, think like i don't know to me the exorcist is is probably more scary than like a friday the 13th but as a kid that age like i was exposed to that stuff and i don't remember being scared of it like i remember thinking my grandmother's being silly and yeah, you know I, what i mean like yeah i wasn't afraid of it either i was more afraid of aliens when i was like, growing up than i ever well, was <laughs> i mean you're you're right there by by roswell new mexico i mean that's, that's probably, was that your hey. grandma that um you know what not quite but yeah that's definitely did you look up old romanian woman is that no is that what you looked up all right no. that's google images for yeah. romanian I, and, and that, i literally googled eastern eastern european grandmother um i am going to throw this up before we, we miss it because it, it's been mentioned a couple of times <laughs> hold on we'll do it side by side yeah, see, I don't know what people can see on my. Is that just on my screen? Is that? Do you see it, Misty? Do you see it now? I, I see the photo. No, but do you see the resemblance? Oh yes, we did the whole thing last yeah. year. I just wanted to make yeah, sure yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew exactly what it was. My hand up there because you can see his hand. So funny. Yeah. It's uh, it's Rob. funny because like my coworkers know about this, and Rob came to my place <laughs> of employment. <laughs> The other day, and one of my coworkers goes, hey, I think that's Rob coming in. And I said, is it future Rob or a different one? And I swear he says, I think it's present Rob. Cute. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking killing me. <laughs> oh. At any rate, Rob noticed earlier that that's always on my desktop on the podcast computer. That picture is always there. Just in case I need to refer to it. I've seen this. I don't know. I don't know if you listen to the podcast regularly. There have been like six other sightings. He's in like my neighborhood, like where I work all the time. So I see him pretty frequently. That's past Rob. <gasps> yes. Look at that. See, even back then he was wearing a hoodie. The most precious Rob. <laughs> oh, the hat thing is just a phase. He started with a hoodie. He's going to go back to a hoodie at some point. Oh, do you want to see awkward like 17 year old Rob now that we're on this? Why wouldn't we? I've seen that as well. That's one of my faves. Oh, it's hard to see in this camera. It there is. Look at that. Look at that but little. It... Look at that, that little cutie. that little glint in his eye. It's that. a fave. That's All right. Funny. I think I think maybe we've wrapped up the Halloween talk. Yeah. Yeah, Are we good? I mean, now we're all like going through our phone, looking at old photos and shit. Like, I know. I was I was trying to find Pink Panther Misty because I do have that. Oh, oh, dude, I have all the pictures of Misty. Like that's that's kind of creepy, didn't it? Um, <laughs> just I mean, just a little bit. So, 
Oh, that's the best. That is the best. That is really adorable. So Miss My mom made that costume. That's even more adorable. It is. So Misty, um, whenever Misty has a birthday, her parents like to share like yes. pictures of her when she was like like an adorable kid. And then what happens is me and Jesse, because me and Jesse and Misty are like a like a bestie kind of unit. Unit. Um, Jesse and I will just nonstop just bombard our text conversation with like pictures of cute young Misty because it's the most adorable thing ever. And we probably were ugly or don't have pictures of our childhood. So, uh, no, because Tiny Rob is also a frequent photo. Tiny Rob does it's... pop up from time to time. Yeah. First the thing Rob. is, the problem is, Jesse doesn't share as many yeah. Tiny Jesse photos. So, we don't have any baby Jesse <laughs> photos. But if we did, no one knows what Jesse looked like before 2013, I think. <laughs> he could have just arrived from another planet Le- or like legit. future or something and no one would ever fucking know. Legit. All right. Anything else before we wrap up, kids? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Celebrate it on the right day, if at all you can. Um, just, thanks for tuning in to Facebook Live. There were, I think we had three viewers over the course. I think we maxed um, out at two. We have one right now, so thanks for whoever. I, yeah, I, that might be me signed in on my phone, so I don't know. Um, You're inflating. I, I, think, I think we should have put this in the book podcast listening group, ultimately, because I think that's where people would actually get notified. Um, that being said, if you're listening in audio, you definitely want to catch this on uh, back on Facebook because um, you're gonna you're gonna see the great Halloween costumes. <clears throat> Majestic. <laughs> I like that. I think uh, there's snaps. Glorious. There's snaps involved in that costume somewhere, and I like. I see it. I like I the fact that snaps are involved. Well, so all right, so yeah, when you put it together, I had the whole thing on earlier before we started. How does this go? Oh, it's so magnificent. Oh, the Gatwood family, uh, John and Alyssa are watching. Well, and there you go. And Alyssa said it's us. So it's not Livius. It's not Livius' grandmother making him hold keep Bibles under his pillow. She's, she's dead, bro. That's so sweet. Well, I mean, we watched haunting stuff. Nothing That's stopping true. the dead from doing things. Um, so uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again in a couple short months for our holiday. Um, uh, you can call it Christmas. Office party. Be PC. Office or Christmas party or oh, holiday office party, holiday I think, office where we... Yeah, the, the party we throw for our staff members, Jesse yeah. and Misty. Yeah. We'll see if we can get all four of us together for that one. So excited um, until, for the gift exchange. Until, oh, I haven't even started thinking about that yet. Rob's been I'm actually so it. glad you said that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's exactly why I said it, because no one's been thinking about it. That's correct. <laughs> Jesse, I think I got a package from Jesse. I think that <laughs> UPS is at my door Son with my... Bitch. Package from Jesse, Christmas package. So, on behalf of Misty Bennett. I am Livia Snedden. And I'm, you just not going to let her speak for herself? Is this like, well, no, I mean, well, it's, yeah. I'm not, part of the, I'm not, I am not part of the sign off. So I am, yeah. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to make her feel at home, Thank like you in for Texas. Thank you having me and continue. I'm, I'm Livia Snedden. I'm Rob, <laughs> fuck it. Keep reading.